Tonight we welcome Shoebies to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. This band describes themselves as Santa Cruz garbage on their social media. But sometimes garbage can be good. And tonight we hope to find out exactly what type of garbage this band is. Please welcome to the program, Shoebies. Welcome. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Oh my goodness. So you guys sent me a list of talking points before this, which I'm very thankful for. I want to uh, start with one that grabbed my eye the most. I think it's a topic that people usually love to talk about and feels very appropriate given the building we're in. And that is, Caleb, Yeah, you live in a place that is purportedly haunted. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. And you're hiring paranormal investigators. Yeah. yeah. So l- let's just start with, how do you know this place that you're living is haunted? Okay, so there was a story that goes along with the uh, house. But also I think anybody that stays there without me or a family member has some kind of interaction with something beyond the material world, whether it be my friend sleeping in their car and having like the same dream of someone knocking on it. That was like a family member or people seeing someone claim to see a young woman walking around in like a Hawaiian t-shirt. It was very interesting. A lot of different varying um, perspectives, but yeah, in general, a lot of people that don't stay there were like, I don't know. Without me, have some interesting stories to tell. So, have you ever experienced ghosts in this no, place? No, and I've heard I won't because I'm a family member. Because I live in like this Masonic park, and so apparently, if you're affiliated or like a family member, you're not gonna have any kind of interaction. But it's notorious for people that aren't to like sort of get tested a bit. So, when uh, who is it that is dead? Um, so I have a family member named Tom that hangs out in the backyard because his oh. ashes are buried in the backyard. And I can elaborate further if need be. Please elaborate. Tell us this person's full biography. Yeah. So Tom was an EMT. Great guy. Worked on an ambulance. Made sure people were okay. But unfortunately died pretty young of some, uh, I believe, some diabetic situation. You know? Yeah. Um, Passed away early on in his life, maybe 40 or so. And uh, I have a younger cousin who um, died young but was resuscitated and could see ghosts. And he was playing in this fountain um, where his ashes were buried and we didn't know this at the time, but anyway, he was like, Oh, I'm playing with this person, blah, 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 hanging out, comes inside the house, points at an old photograph and is like, that's what I was playing with, but younger. And they were like, Oh, it was really interesting. So didn't tell CJ, the, the cousin of mine, anything. And then, uh, talked to my grandparents and was like, who's this person? And they're like, Oh, well that's Tom and his ashes are buried under the fountain. That's exactly where he was playing. So Tom hangs out in my backyard. Great guy, EMT stand up dude, but definitely around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we continue, yes, I know the headphones are doing a fucked up weird thing, um, but I don't think it's affecting it's the audio ghost. we're tracking. It's a ghost. Yeah, that's Tom the, does not want us to hear what's Tom, going on. Right okay. Ghost in the machinery. Th- okay. This is actually appropriate. Maybe yeah. it will stay in the episode. First of all, do the other two band members believe in ghosts? Of course. Um, depends on the day. Oh, come on. Come depends on. on the day. Come have a night's stay alone. If you would cabin. like to hear a really uh, evasive answer, you could say, Tom Gaffey, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, <laughs> I'm willing to believe. Uh, you know, I, like I say, I'm I'm 64, and I am not going to say, dude, man, I believe in ghosts. I've seen all these ghosts, and I, yeah. I'm really sure that they exist, and uh, I believe in ghosts. Uh, I've seen enough stuff here to uh, definitely 
make me think that there's something there. Absolutely. There's something in this thing to my left right now. Right. You can oh, yeah. As it jumps well, to your left you and know, right here. And yeah. the fact of the matter is, it, uh, uh, if, if it looked like we were about to start talking about someone here, uh, that's what would have probably happened anyway, I think. Because yeah. uh, there I have a non-disclosure policy with one individual that may or may not be a ghost here, and I, will, I really won't discuss him. How Understood. many ghosts do you think are in this building, the Phoenix Theater, which is purportedly haunted at this very moment? At this very moment? Yeah. Well, uh, if I had to guess, I'd think Chris is hanging out really close right now. And who is Chris? Well, yeah, I, right, a, a, a Chris was the first maybe ghost that I met when I was a kid. Uh, oh, Big Chris. Big Chris, yeah. yeah. Big Chris. And uh, we would sleep on the stage and we were, would spend the night here. And uh, boy, as you're falling asleep, just as about when you're falling asleep, you notice you'd hear these big footfalls. Hmm. walking across the stage and boom it would inevitably stop right over us and you could just feel this big presence looking down at us but it felt totally uh, safe and yeah. I, it just because it never freaked me i we all drifted off to sleep and uh always felt like we had kind of somebody watching over us yeah definitely same here yeah yeah, yeah i agree and that's the thing you got family in it so yeah, yeah you're definitely yeah. uh what was interesting is I thought it was my great grandma who owned it, but I was like, no, this is definitely like a male energy. And I didn't yeah. know at the time the story. And then they told me and I was like, oh man. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Tom. So have either of you had experiences with ghosts? The non Caleb's of the table? No. Nah. Not at all. Except for maybe right now. I wish. Because yeah. mm. you, I, you, you, I live in a super old house and it's like, it should be haunted. I mean, it looks haunted, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, nothing has happened yet. I'm pleased to hear that you believe in them because you're folks of science. You two are science people. And I would imagine that some people who are science adjacent would be more skeptical of such things. Um, Five years ago and a day, we had on this very show, on this very stage, a ghost hunter named Amy Bruni. And um, she is a paranormal investigator. She got her start doing ghost hunting at the Phoenix when she was a child. And um, we talked about a lot of the ghosts in the Phoenix. It's a good episode. People should go listen to it. Why is it that you want to hire hire a paranormal investigator? So I think want is something that maybe is uh, misrepresented. It came to me, in fact. So there's some lore about the house I live next to, which is a powder house in the Paradise Park in Santa Cruz. And apparently, I'm not sure the decade per se, but there was a large explosion in the basement that killed anywhere from 20 to 30 people. Oh, like gunpowder. home, exactly. Because there okay. was a railroad track running through, transported gunpowder and whatnot. So anyway, it's like this lore about this place being haunted. And so these women drove by in a truck and stopped me in front of my house and was like, hey, we had a, a buddy of ours who was a plumber working at one of these houses and said that he had an experience with something that was otherworldly and we want to experiment and check out anything that you think is interesting. Like, what do you think's haunted? And like, well, firstly, my house and second of all, the house next to me that had 30 <laughs> people die in it. So I'm the only one that'll probably talk to you, but we should definitely exchange numbers. And they gave me their card and Pink House Paranormal Investigations. They're going to come by and handle it for free, they mentioned. yeah. When you say handle it, they're like, what's the goal? To get I, this person out of there? Yeah, I mean, oh, I don't no. think so. I think it's identification and <laughs> understanding. say what up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clarity. Clarity and a nice introduction. For me, it's going to be speaking to them and being like, hey, is this definitely for yours? This is a scam. And then moving from there into <laughs> what they claim to be um, television-worthy equipment. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. They're going to come check stuff out. 
I mean, they'll do their EVPs and they might use the uh, laser grid stuff and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you'll you'll know better than anybody else. Yeah, I want to turn it into a performance art piece personally and film them and do the whole thing and yeah, <laughs> yeah. like plant Halloween decorations and the whole bit. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the deal. So down here, because we've had this reputation forever, um, people are always coming by and asking if we could if they could do uh, ghost hunts and there and there there are ghost groups that do this. Yeah. Uh, paranormal groups and we 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 started by letting a few come in and do it but then it seemed felt like we were starting to have our ghosts be part of the entertainment here yeah and that's not fair you know i was going to exploit the dead they've had a long enough life you know you know they're not here for that (laughs) yeah Yeah. no and and you 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 don't like to talk specifically about some of them you have agreements with some of them yeah yeah. and you you also framed it in a way that i had never really thought about which is like when people decide to haunt a certain uh place from their past or whatever that they kind of have a choice and that at a certain point they can like move along and and a paranormal Mm. investigator came here talked to you about it an old friend actually uh, one of the first paranormal uh, people we had here uh uh came through like in 1983 or 84, he got a hit uh, from uh, just about this place, and he uh, reached out to us and said, wow, there's something about your building. So he brought uh, an instructor with him from the Berkeley Psychic Institution. Wow. And uh, they came in, and we did this incredible reading, and it was great. Uh, and then probably 20 years later, he came back and said, you know, but here's the thing. Uh, you should be moving some of them out. So mm. You don't. You can be a pass-through place. This is not a place that a lot of people were born. Yeah. or uh, And this is a place that they had some experience. But the fact of the matter is, what a glorious thing if you're a ghost. <laughs> if yeah. that energy is, right. is real, then what are the other possibilities that you can do? And why would you stay in one place? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so I encourage it now. Uh, down in the basement, I was having issues with something down there. And finally, I just started burning incense and having discussions about it. Why would you hang out in this basement? <laughs> okay, so then a jumping off prompt from there is Good like, job. What, do, do, yeah. the Shoebies, have you thought about what your post-life plans are going to be? Mm. What's, what options are going to be available to you? Oh. I hope I'm just hanging out. Do you feel like you, if you died right now, right now, that you then could be here if you <laughs> wanted to be, or you could go next to mm. the grocery store, or you could go down to Santa Cruz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I think if I died in this moment, yeah. I can go wherever I want. Okay, immediately, or do you think there's a Imme- layover? Immediately. Fuck, yeah. I hope so. Immediately. <laughs> That'd be tight. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll just be like free form. This is what I want. Through time and space. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you all three think you're going to become ghosts then? I don't know. Totally. I think personally, I would my like life's going to gonna be over ghost. and I'm going to move on to some other thing. And I hope that's way cooler than where we're at right now. And we don't know. But it'd be like, man, I lived by average 76 to 82 years. And it's like, I'm ready to move on <laughs> to somewhere else to see what's going on up there. You know what I mean? I, wanna, I want a wispy little tail. Oh. Mm. You know? That's the kind of ghost. And it's I like, be. do you have the choice to just manifest that? That's these are the interesting logistical things, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like, do you have the choice to do what you want to do or do what they want to do? You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's fun things to think about. Yeah. yeah. Fun thought exercise. War is <laughs> fought over this. You know. Yeah, this yeah, is very true. Civilizations have ended yeah, because of over these questions. This conversation right now, <laughs> Jacob. As we just go around, fun facts. Uh, you have a robotics engineering degree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like this has benefited the band greatly. Yeah, this is I what I'm doing. With it. I'm yeah, making little things. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Nick Camera, would you please? Uh, sorry, audio listener, please pan over here. Nick, you have created. Nick, <laughs> Jacob, you have created these devices over here. 
Could you tell us about the thing on the left in full context? Just assume that we're total idiots who don't know anything about science. All right. Um, because this is the newest one, right? That's the newest one. What is it? As of yesterday. It's a it's an optical uh, tremolo effect. So it, it uh, basically turns the volume of my guitar up and down as uh, as that little record covers the light bulb. So there's a little light sensor in there and um, it kind of just switches on and off my volume really fast and it kind of sounds like a like a wavy effect okay and if someone's listening to this and they can't see it it's like a little mini record player with a record that has been like sliced and diced into (laughs) like a like a flower almost yeah and it's spinning around and uh there's a light that you put up and and that light's being red how there's okay so the tone arm uh, I put a little little light sensor in there, so uh, there's a light bulb underneath, and then the light sensor and the tone arm, and the and the record blocks the light from the light sensor, and uh, there's some electronics inside that turn that into a volume uh, knob, basically that turns my volume up and down. Do you want to maybe give us like a, a sonic representation it's like, of your it's voice, like, please? It's yeah. like clean tone first, please. Clean tone first, like that. <laughs> and okay. why? Why do we do these things? Um, I was inspired by this dude, Soaring Tortoise. Uh, he's this, this older cat who makes just crazy shit online, and he's got all kinds of these like wild devices. He, 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 I think he's the first one that did something like that. But that really inspired me, and um, I just think it's, it, it sounds really unique. It's not like anything else, and uh, I think it looks pretty cool. So you're playing guitar... And then that effect that you just made with your mouth is like happening to the sound of your guitar. Yeah, exactly. And that sound again is... It's... it's here, let's try this. Cause you you said clean tone and then other tone? Are okay, they two so different? Clean, clean, clean tone, tone first, please. Clean tone is... And then with the effect is... So hopefully that worked. Yeah. Are you... Is, is it activated by a foot pedal or... Yeah, there's a little foot pedal on there. Switches a little relay inside. And uh, yeah, so you can turn it on and off. It's just some fun. It's fun science. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just fun. Yeah. And so speaking of fun, uh, we have a television over here. Okay. Okay. Tell us. Next up. Tom is clapping um, because this is, of course, sound uh, <laughs> automated. Yeah it's, yeah. it's like reactive to, to any kind of loud noises. Um, so do we want to be silent and maybe show it? <laughs> if you yell right at hey. where the speaker. Yeah, there we go. Hey, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, there. Well, that was a good one. That's what you want. All right. Um, wow. so, what is it? How do we do it? Why did we do it? So that I I love going to the Capitola flea market um, and just buying a bunch of old vintage consumer electronics and there it is, uh, there it is. and um, you know messing with them. Um, so this is a, a an old black and white TV and um, I put a microphone in it and I use the audio amplifier on board that would normally play the sounds from the TV. Um, and I kind of connected a microphone into the audio amplifier and then just switched a bunch of wires around. I connected the output of the audio amplifier to the input of the the little uh, deflection beam thing. Um, so basically what the end result is, is it deflects the, the little electron beam up and down with how loud you are. So you kind of get a little visualization of whatever you're playing through there. And, um, is this an example of how you turn a microphone or a uh, speaker into a microphone? Um, oh, I actually, you okay? I thought of that. That's a. I thought about that later. I could have just used the the speaker in there as a microphone, but I actually took it out and put my own little condenser mic in there because it was a little more sensitive. But 
Um, yeah, but you could totally do that. I'm sure. Yeah, you could just wire it backwards. Yeah. So you do this just for fun then? Yeah. Like this, there's no like a performance, uh, audio performance aspect to this. It's just like you put this on stage and it's just kind of a fun thing for people to look <laughs> I at. I just think it, I think it looks cool. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of um, nice to have a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a little gimmicky, but it, it's, it's fun. Yeah. And the phones are actually, you're working mics through the whole set. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Those are our, so we played a lot of house shows and a lot of times when you, when we, play house shows we can't hear ourselves but to the audio listener we've now jumped to the other two devices that are next to the two we previously discussed mm-hmm. right two telephones so we've got a we've got a western electric model 500 and a western electric model 2500 wow. and all I, from the the from the swap market. meet yeah yep um, capitola baby so we played a lot of house shows and we couldn't really hear ourselves and uh so the solution to that was to use a little telephone handset with a speaker in it so we had our own monitor, basically. So whatever we're speaking into the phone would be blasting into one of our ears through the, the telephone monitor. Um, and then we kind of expanded on that idea, and I got a little circuit board from a karaoke machine, which is a little delay circuit, um, to kind of give it like an echo effect. Stuck that in there, and then I connected two of them together and put a little little mixer on it so you can blend between the two. So now we've got like a whole system. I love it. I didn't know that there was an actual utility to it. I thought it was just yeah. you yeah. being clever and retro. <laughs> yeah. I, also, I love that your style like reflects oh. the era in which these devices were actually <laughs> <Yeah>. used. <laughs> Go ahead. You were going to say something? Um, oh, yeah. No. Uh, this is the next, the next thing we we're going to do is make the, the, the keypad on the, on the little Model 2500. We're going to turn that into a little synth. So eventually it's going to be an instrument. That's the next incarnation of that. <laughs> we here at Onstage really love uh, mouthing interpretations oh. of your stuff. So it's like yeah, if, right. you, if, you're, if you're dialing it, uh, what, what's, what, oh. what happens? So it's the one with the buttons, right? Oh, okay, yeah. And here's the idea. Okay. So, okay, so there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So there's 12 buttons on there. So we're going to make uh, like a little pentatonic scale and then some Nashville numbers with the rest of them. So you've got like a, like a one chord, two chord, three chord, four chord five chord and then a little pentatonic scale with the rest of it and what does a pentatonic scale sound like uh, it's like oh no it's like the blues scale yeah it's um, kind of hard to sing it unless you have perfect nah, pitch maybe something like that a little something like that that's good enough people will take that and they'll know what you were doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> from a phone you know yeah so are any of these inventions your like most proud oh they're, and if not, what is your most proud invention? They're looking they're at you. All, they're all, they're all my favorite. Yeah. Um, no, I I really like the phone mics. I think I I saw a band Japanther. None of this stuff is like totally original. Like I saw a band Japanther use phone mics, and I just kind of took it a little bit further. Uh, but those are probably my favorite because I feel like those are the most utilitarian. Like it's I really like the idea of taking like, uh, like an old like upcycling old electronics. You know, like having using every aspect of like the the form factor of something you know like it's it's i feel like i i was able to utilize most of the the physical you know uh attributes to the phone to make them you know yeah and our stuff. phones are connected with a telephone wire as well yeah so i feel like that that's my most proud because i was able to work around the actual physical you know phone the most is there like a a belief system or philosophy or like something about the era in which these electronics come from that draws you to them. It's, it's the cheapest stuff at the swap meet. Yeah, that's it. And also, it also looks really cool. I, I Yeah. He says I, that stuff back then was just made really well. It wasn't made yeah, to break. Yeah, totally. Those phones are like, 
I mean, yeah. Yeah, they used to, they, I think the phone companies rented those out. So like you didn't even own them <laughs> and they're just, they're like yeah. tanks. They're just built so strong. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. Have you ever had like an explosion in the lab? Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a pair of, uh, oh man, I almost, I was trying to make another one of those TVs. Somebody wanted to buy one. And, um, so I was just trying to make another one, trying to replicate what I did with that one. And, um, I had, I had the cable plugged into the wall I got a pair of wire cutters and I blew something up. Um, and without unplugging it, I was like, oh, I should cut the power cord so this doesn't, you know, so nobody tries to plug this in and, you know, smoke comes out and whatever. So I cut the power cord with the thing still plugged in the wall. <laughs> and I, it was the the biggest spark I'd ever uh, I'd ever seen. And now my, my wire cutters have a little, like, uh, divot in them. He also got lead poisoning Almost. once. Whoa. Yeah, I was. Is this related to your robotics? Yes. Yeah, okay. I was using like a lot of uh, leaded solder without any ventilation, and I was like eating where I was doing all this oh. stuff, and like, yeah, I think I think I. Uh, yeah, once I you think get that's in, what that was. Once you get in the lab, though, it's like safety stuff goes out the window. You're like, I just got to do yeah. this. I don't care. It's I'm not going to get mindset. sick. It's his bedroom. There's so, no lab. It's this, there's no well, lab. Well, I mean, the lab. <laughs> the, the lab exists. The zone. The, yeah. the lab is up here. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So yeah. how do you know? Did you pass out because of the lead poisoning? Did no, you have I just, to get hospitalized? I, I don't know. It, I feel like it was lead poisoning. I felt like Are you shit. permanently affected <laughs> by this lead poisoning? I just looked it up, and I was like, what are the symptoms of lead poisoning? And then it was like everything that I was feeling, and I was like, this is what it is but it, it, i don't know it could have been just like turning green is yeah. the last phase yeah did you know that the romans thought tomatoes were poisonous because they ate them on lead plates and it'd soak up the lead and then they'd eat them and they'd experience symptoms of lead poisoning so we're like you know tomatoes are poisonous and it was totally false <laughs> i did not know romans. that fun yeah. fact there you That's go fun fact one. we're coming right back at you the fun facts all right it's the big reveal. Alex, you work at Tesla. Whoa. But yeah. you also feel like... Eh. I was going to say I'm interning at Tesla right That's now. fine. It's not a full-time you job. You still go in the building, don't you? I do go in the building. We'll move past Tesla. Okay. But we'll come back to it in like 10 years, because it seems like right now we're at like the, the early part of the journey. We'll be in space in 10 years at <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> you will have put us there. Uh, but until we get there, you yeah. speaking of space, you are a Capricorn. No, I'm not a Capricorn. Why'd you put that in the thing? <laughs> Jacob wrote the email. Jacob. Alex just gets really mad when anyone oh, yeah. gets her star sign wrong. I'm a Capricorn. That's not true. What's your star sign? I'm a Leo. Okay. Mm. Wow. We could, okay. The reason why I reacted like that is because we began drafting that email to you together. And then he was trying to make some stuff up about me. And I was like, Jacob, <laughs> do not write lies about me because I'm not going to play along. Like m- my immediate reaction every time is, no, blah, blah, blah. like this. This is like this happens. All he's, he's a jokester. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not a Capricorn. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have played along. No, it's fine. It's good. You're <laughs> a Leo, though. Do you feel like you are your sign? Um, at times, yeah. yeah. So you don't really care too much about it. It was just like a. F- it's not even a thing you feel passionately about. But he still got you. <laughs> on it. Yeah. Maybe if, to move on past this, yeah, uh, you yeah. could just speak Russian to us for like two minutes. Whoa. Oh no, that's gonna put me on the spot. Say I'm a Leo. I'll say Zdravstvo Kaktila. Nazavut Sasha. Um. See, I'm really bad at speaking Russian, so I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a good seven seconds. Yeah. That uh, that and, what, cool. and what did you say? I said, hello, how are, how are things? How are you? My name is Sasha, which yeah. is my name in Russian. So you, you do read the Russian? I can read Russian. Um, I don't necessarily understand everything that I'm reading. Yeah. But I can definitely sound it out. 
Um, my parents speak to me like pretty much only in Russian, so I understand everything cool. that they say. Yeah, and then sweet. classic, I respond to them back in English. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, your grandfather was a dairy farmer. He didn't speak any Russian. He spoke Portuguese. Was he a Portugal man? No, (laughs) (laughs) he was not, unfortunately. However, his dad was from an island off the coast of Portugal in between Morocco and Portugal in the Azores. It's where my my dad's side of the family hails from. Everybody was a farmer, came over here, did the same thing, and that was... That was that, yeah. Your dad was not a farmer. Uh, he was involuntarily a farmer until he could make the choice to do otherwise. And you are not a farmer. Mm, I don't know. I wear cowboy boots. I farm <laughs> the world around. Yeah, you're a young so, man. You yeah. could be a farmer. I we don't know what time. you're going it's to a be. Farmer of beets. Yeah. The beet farmer. That's the second. As yeah. in a B E A T. Yeah, beet farmer. <laughs> not not the vegetable. No one's a great band called the beet farmers. That's a good. You're sitting across from a beet farmer right now. There you go. Um, so this was included in the email. Mm-hmm. Is it worth talking about or like the Russian and like the astrology? <laughs> Should mean, we just leave it alone? Scraping the barrier. I don't know. I mean, I think I've recently come into the idea that a cowboy could be a part of my identity. Yeah. You know, How so? How do you think you stumbled on that? I think I look great in cowboy boots, denim jackets, and a good belt. You yeah. Know, you, you're kind of rocking it a little bit tonight. He's rocking this time. Yeah, yeah. Should we give him a good one, two, a good yeah, cowboy see. boot on the Holy yeah, There you go. Uh, you know yeah. I mean? Those are some shit kickers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit kickers. Okay. He's from the good. Central Valley, too. I am. I get to, I've seen a cow give birth. I've stepped through manure. I've driven to Kawasaki. It's all good. I get all the passes. Jacob, you once told the newspaper. Good Times, the Santa Cruz Weekly wow, this publication. Is a, this is a long time ago. In 2017. Oh, no. It's not a very long article, so, and it really is not very deep, so don't worry. I didn't... <laughs> I, I, dis, I really wish that it was. Yeah, nardwaring me. But you said... Uh, I have been accused of that before. Um, <laughs> you said, we're not good at writing lyrics, so solos are helpful devices to help fill some space, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, Sounds about right. Yeah, I guess is in the quotes, not outside yeah. the quotes. Do you feel like that's changed in the last few years? I think we've gotten better at it. Yeah. Uh, That was another, actually, the phone mics were also kind of a solution to me being self-conscious about lyrics because they just sound so lo-fi and so bad that like you can't really understand what I'm saying. So that was kind of... That kind of helped me, and I think... Because um, it muffles them more, right? Yeah. Is that correct? So it makes it sound like it's supposed to be sort of this kind of mushy thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's super distorted, and you can't really make stuff out as well as you can with like a good mic. So I think having that as like kind of a crutch helped me just write stuff and not feel as weird about it. Do you and feel weird about like the, like the poetry of the lyrics, like that it would show a part of yourself? Um... No, I just feel like it's lame sometimes. <laughs> like I'll write something, I'll be like, "This is sick," and then I'll wake up the next day and I'm like, "That not sick." Okay, okay. That's here's it. The, here's the question: Has there been any lyrical work that you've done that you are actually proud of for this group? Um, I think High Low is pretty good. Is I, it about an experience in your life? Uh, not so much. See, that one started off at. That's like it's just it's about a bunch of little things. It's it's kind of it started off as gibberish. And then the words kind of oh, came yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And then we had like, there's like little pockets of it that are like cohesive. And I just think it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of an abstract thing, but it's, it's, uh, it, 
it's fun to sing and uh i find meaning in in little pockets of it and i like it yeah. good save yeah, yeah when we first started good playing. save is that what you just said <laughs> just yeah. wait, just wait to answer a question without <laughs> all right <laughs> no i was just you know i'm in yeah I'm trying to join this dynamic <laughs> of putting each other down <laughs> okay all right know, when we first played well, you're that the new song. guy so it's like <laughs> in prison you have to like punch the biggest guy I, sorry to interrupt no, <laughs> very important point i just had to make my Go grandpa's ahead. a correctional officer what? So I thought he was a dairy farmer. That's a different grandpa. Uh, yeah. Everybody gets two. How many grandpas yeah. does this guy have? Who do you think would win in the fight? I'm so sorry, Alex. Who would win in a fight? Your correctional officer grandfather or your dairy farmer grandfather? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Where's the fight? What era? Like, this is are not they, enough information. Are they both alive still? Yeah, they're currently alive. Okay, well, I think it's more fun to think about more them fun fighting right now. now. <laughs> yeah. Right now? Yeah. Well... I mean, that's a difficult thing. I think one would definitely not be into conflict. I think they'd probably resort it. No, it doesn't matter what they're into. You're talking just physical stature, like like weight. Hello, uh, hello, Caleb's grandfathers. I have ten thousand dollars to the winner of this fight. Those are some high stakes. Yeah, high stakes. This is see, you get your joy from torturing her. (laughs) I get my joy from watching his grandfather's fight over large sums of money. Large is ten thousand. Yeah, hundred thousand. I don't care. Oh, okay. Mister Moneybags over here. I mean, dial it back. I'm an intern. I have probably thirty (laughs) dollars too many. In fact, I don't. It is an interesting tidbit. I don't have any wallet or cash on me right now. Here's an interesting tidbit. Don't carry a wallet at all. Oh, I don't, you want to check my brave. pockets right now? I got a cell phone and that's it. Well, that's fine. Oh, I amazing. have cards. You don't. Um, Whoa. I have fine. a debit card. <laughs> Which father would win? Grandfather. Which grandfather <laughs> would win? Is it is it the dairy farmer or is it the penitentiary guy? Um, <laughs> I mean, just considering like their current level of like, I, I don't know. God, I think I'm, Caleb, you're thinking way too much. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go wild card correctional grandfather because when he gets angry, his eye twitches. Okay, now uh, one more question uh, yeah. about the grandfather mm-hmm. uh, issue. Back in their prime, yeah, they're strong men. Yeah, which one wins? You know, he's you gonna tear your family apart. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I you know. can't let anybody hear this after this. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to listen to this. They don't know what a podcast is. They're pretty savvy. I would love them to listen to this. Pretty oh. savvy. I would love Let's it also. Have the grandfather's turn it two I would all, people okay, You know what I would <laughs> love <laughs> is if you at Thanksgiving, is either of them going to be there? Not together, but potentially. Okay. What oh. I would love is if you went to each of them individually and you're yeah. like, hey, who do you think would win in a fight? You were <laughs> a good question. <laughs> Follow up. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is something that you can report to me in five years when the Shubies comes back on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Five years. I'll yeah. be 24 if we're worried about my age right now. You will be 24. Wow. That's younger than how old Jacob is right Dude. now. Whoa. <laughs> so uh, we, we've, uh, we've highlighted some things about this band, some fun facts, some things we didn't know, too. Is there anything we've left out? It is November mm. 2019. You feel like we've done an accurate representation, uh, for better or for worse. God, I hope so. Of what a conversation know, with this band is like. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out, frankly. Well, you're new to this thing. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you figure it out Welcome, eventually. Welcome, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're having a DM good time. I'm hanging out. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you're going to put an album at, uh, out at some point. And oh, yeah. That'll be fun. We've been saying that for like two years. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Well, now we're going to say it again right now. <laughs> and, right. Um, and then in another two years, exactly. we'll say it again. The important thing is you never say when it's coming out. Yeah. yeah. You just say it's coming out sometime in the near future. We're working on it. Yeah. We played songs. 
You did. And well, they haven't seen it yet, so who you, knows? You are knows? going to be playing songs in a moment, and that is more than most yeah. people can say. Okay. Right. Well, here's the thing with this group. I was hanging out with Nick Johnston, who is an onstage camera person who's right back Nick there. Nick and the Pups. And Nick and Pups. Yeah, Nick and if you'd like to follow him on Instagram, it's uh, at Nick. Nick and Pups. Yep. yep. And I was in Santa Cruz, and I saw you guys play, and I thought, my goodness, we have to get this band on stage. You didn't yeah. see me play. Thank though. you, Nick. Yes, well, it doesn't all have we to knew be you about you, Caleb. <laughs> I know. I saw the Shoebies play, not the Shoebies. I saw Shoebies play, and it was really great, and I'm glad that we were able to do this tonight. It was not easy for you to get here. You drove in the rain. There were accidents. There were problems, but we did it. There was water. We made it here. It's almost midnight. In one piece. (laughs) Against all odds, Shoebies on stage got done. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. That was awesome. Appreciate it. Really fun. And uh, Caleb, to your point, in just a moment, a collection of songs by Shoebies. (laughs) Caleb, what instrument do you play? I play the drums. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Stick around for that. Thanks again, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 